Bonsoir, Elliot. Everyone, welcome to Bonsoir, Elliot, our Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about season three, episode four. Uh, as always, this is a spoiler. Uh, zone podcast. So if you haven't seen the episode, you should definitely go do that and then come back. We'll wait. Uh, my name is Alex. With me, as always, is Josh. Hey, everyone. All right, let's jump into it. This is a great episode. Uh, let's start out. So we start out with Elliot, uh, basically where we left off two episodes ago with Elliot in Darlene's house. Uh, and the FBI Dom realizes that they've been fished. Yeah, it's pretty... It was an interesting fish because, like, for one, the episode's title is Metadata, right? And uh, the fish itself was kind of meta, right? It wasn't intended for Tyrell. It was intended for the FBI, but made it look like it was intended for Tyrell. So that was kind of neat. Um, but the, the whole scene with uh, Elliot and Darlene in there and with uh, Dom walking past and saying, like, don't blow your cover, play it cool kind of thing. Uh, it added a lot of tension right at the beginning of the episode, which was awesome. Um, and then just the whole conversation with like the voice scrambler. And to me, it really feels like they're setting Darlene up to get killed. Yeah. I, I'm, it, it sucks too. Cause this episode, like I've been, I know I've said like Darlene and Angela, I've been kind of going back and forth on and this episode, the whole way through this episode, I was really rooting for Darlene the entire time. And yeah, she's kind of, I don't know. They're not like, they made that revenge pact. Um, she's like kind of losing it a little bit. She was, she, you know, basically admitted everything she's ever done to that. Just some stranger pickpocket on the subway. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's not in a good spot right now. No, I, I did like that subway scene. I thought it was interesting. Like, you know, I stole from you. I stole from her. I stole from him. Um, you know, all this stuff is my fault. And she's like kind of shouldering the blame for it. It's not necessarily her fault. I mean, yeah. yeah. She did kill Susan Jacobs. Which, but... by the way, like I I remembered that she killed someone, but like she said I killed someone. And then I didn't even put it together in my head in that moment until she said I shot, I shot her with a taser. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That happened last season. Susan Jacobs. Well, it's funny is if you email Susan Jacobs, like in real life, you still get her out of office message. <laughs> That's kind of funny, but yeah. So I really feel like not just in this scene, right? Obviously. So with uh, Darlene kind of squatting in Shayla's old space, which was, uh, I think was an important moment for both of them because obviously she just lost Cisco and he had lost Shayla before. Um, and that, that was kind of a moment for them. Like, yeah, we both lost somebody we loved, but like with her there and then her looking at the, like the flights to, um, you know, overseas, like Cisco had mentioned um, in the flashback in, the, in two, two episodes ago. Uh, it just seemed like they're really setting her up for a swan song kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I really hope they don't kill her out. Like, she's currently she's the character that I'm most rooting for. Like, I, I especially after this episode where, you know, she basically, she kind of tells Dom to fuck off at the first scene. Like, uh, when Dom's like, just walk with me. And she's like, no, I'm going to go in here and talk to Elliot. Like she's kind of, she's stuck between she's such a control. yeah, rock and a hard place. Yeah. Which was um, li- literally in the episode description on like USA's site. 
Yeah. <laughs> Arlene is stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people think too. I was, so the big theories are that, you know, she dies obviously. Um, and that's what it feels like. Right. But the show often will play on those kind of tropes. So maybe the other one is true is that she was social engineering Dom in the bar. Like what city are you from? Where are you from? Asking all these questions you could maybe start to use to piece together enough to impersonate somebody. Maybe. I mean, the show also does this thing where they telegraph something is coming really hard. And then instead of twisting away from that, they just lean into it. Like they like season one with uh, the whole like fight club thing. Like, right. Even as said, like in episode three to four, that's when you should absolutely know that Elliot has a uh, DID. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. They they do they do lean heavily into like we're not we're gonna like set up this expectation and then instead of subverting it we're gonna lean hard into it which is like the unexpected thing well, to happen in TV well, especially now. for TV nowadays because every TV show has got to be you know dark and brooding I guess that's the thing. and it has to have some radical twist that like gets you shouting right. at your TV they want they want you to be like watching a mini Christopher Nolan thing for right you know, yeah ten yeah. weeks or whatever so. I, like, I don't know. She's, I, I was rooting for her this entire episode. I did like the scene in the bar though, when she was like talking to Dom and, you know, we did kind of get a lot about Dom. Like Dom's not in a good spot either, which we knew from basically the moment that we were introduced the, to Dom. All the Alexa scenes really cemented yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Darlene is, it's rough. And, you know, she's, she even said like, you're going to, you know, you're going to close this case and I won't have anything left. Cause I have no friends. I'm giving you my brother. Like she's, yeah. I don't know. Th- I really it's felt for burn her all of her bridges, which really just feels like, okay, we've isolated this character enough. Now we can get rid of them. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. On a happy note though, if you're a collector, they just released the Darlene heart glasses, Funko pop. Really? So you could go pick I, that up. I think they got they came out with an Angela one and a couple dude, others I'm, too. I'm all about getting that. I just so this is like not related to Mr. Robot at all, but I just bought a mask of the Phantasm. Like I bought a Phantasm Funko Pop the other day. <laughs> um which Great. is the best Batman movie. Uh it's certainly up there. Um but no, anyway, so yeah, it, like Darlene follows them and then I guess finally understands that like Angela is part of this thing um, and is clearly not helping Elliot, right? So she's working with Mr. Robot um, and Darlene is trying to help Elliot. So they're like kind of working at opposite ends, right? Um, Yeah. I mean, you don't, the twist for the thing that's sad for Elliot is that his childhood best friend is um, kind of abusing his condition to, as a means to her end, right? His right, sister, yeah. his sister is kind of working against him as well. Um, Tyrell doesn't want to work with him anymore. Um, he's like rapidly losing real allies here. Well, so I, I would agree with Angela. Like I would agree with what you said about Angela. Angela is like actively working with Mr. Robot and kind of against Elliot. Uh, right. I would say that Mr. Robot is losing ground because 
at least a little bit because yeah, Tyrell doesn't want to work with him anymore. Right. Uh, Elliot was able trust to break Elliot free, either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sort okay. of. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, Elliot was able to like break well, in and now knows. You know, he saw. We have to assume he saw for a few minutes that Angela and Tyrell are working together and working with him. And he had previously gone to Angela and said, like, hey, you're the only one I can trust. I need you to watch me. Right. Um, and so now, like, th- like that is boiling up, too. So, I don't know. Angela, like, I think they're going to, like, I-, I really want them to pay something off next season. Because next season, or next season, next episode next is... episode the mid-season finale right or the mid-season it's, even episode. A, it's just a mid-season episode which mid-season episode I, I broke my rule and i watched the trailer for it and we, we can get into this later but they're saying like if you watch any episode live make sure it's this one there's no commercials and it's going to be like really high impact and from the 15 second trailer i watched it's it certainly looked like it um yeah so we'll, um, we'll get into that at the end of the episode in case nobody wants to be spoiled by it i'll, I'll give a yeah. warning. uh it's so like, I really want them to do something with it. Like Angela has to either, we either have to see her like just become straight up evil or we have to see like something from her. Like I I'm tired of this ambiguity with her. Well, like, so I really they, am starting to hate her as a character. <laughs> they lean into it a little bit. This episode where they're at the red Whirlboro barbecue and she's with Irving and they're talking about white rose and they're like, did she show it to you? And he says, yeah, which makes me believe like, he white rose didn't really show anything to irving and he's just trying to play it off like he did so that he feels like he has some level of superiority over angela or whatever yeah i mean he's probably just manipulating her especially like so like that scene where he's talking about the ribs being real meat or not it's supposed to be a throwback to cypher scene from like the matrix where they're talking about the steak and he's like i know the steak isn't real and all this other stuff um This is where a lot of people think, so the the quantum computer thing, time travel device, isn't really a time travel device um, in that it's a, they're able to clone people. And so like they're saying, oh, if we had the DNA, like we can clone, I can bring my mother back as a clone. So that's the other big theory that people are pushing. Okay. Like the fake meat kind of lends into that or the 3D printed ribs or whatever they're calling them. Right. (laughs) So... I guess if if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this scene now, I, I'll just get my big rant. Like I texted you before before the show, yeah. I said I'm gonna fucking lose it when we the talk time about this travel scene. stuff. Yeah, I straight up like Sam Esmail. If you're listening to this, you're probably not, but I'm gonna say this anyway. Do not fucking do time travel. Don't do it. I swear yeah. to God, I'm. You can't I come will, back from it. Ugh. I like. Well, oh, so man. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you over the edge a little bit more. In the scene where Angela, Mr. Robot, and Tyrell are in the basement hacking center, whatever. Tyrell's yeah. breaking the fucking shelves because he's losing his mind. Uh, Mr. Robot uses a quote on him that says, never appeal to a man's better nature. Better nature. He might not have one. That is a quote from a uh, Robert Heinlein novel. And the book is about a, a guy who travels back in time and becomes his own father. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, I, I fucking hope not, man. It's called uh, "Time Enough for Love" is the name of the book. Yeah, 
I fucking hope not, man. I'm gonna. Uh, I really do too. I really hope they're just doing the somewhere. obvious telegraph that's not real thing here. Yeah. Because like, like I'm, I'm kind of over time travel as a plot, as a plot device. device. Yeah. yeah. It's dumb. I've been uh, over it for a long time, honestly. Like. I mean. It's hard to get it right. Yeah, it's very hard to do well, and in order to do it well, it has to be like the founding premise of the show. Like. Right. And it's, it's, it's like, it's not even like, uh, so, uh, primer does it really well, right? Yeah, Primer's amazing. I love primer. Primer does it really well. And then interstellar does it, but it's not really time travel there. It's time dilation, right? It's not yeah. necessarily the yeah. same thing. So, um, even, just, you know, time passing at a different rate, basically right. it's not time travel. So uh, that scene made me super nervous, and I like I was, uh, I was just like, "Come on, man!" I was rolling my eyes that entire scene, not the entire scene, but at that point where that where she's like, "Did White Rose show it to you?" I was rolling my eyes that whole time, just like, "Come on, don't fucking do this." Did like Irving in that scene though? Yeah, like, I mean, like I like I like Irving in general. Like, I yeah. think he's a good character. He's like you said, he reminds me a lot of the whole. Saul outfit from Breaking Bad, which is funny because on the Mr. Robot subreddit earlier this week, somebody had a picture and it was like uh, Saul plus um, I can't remember the character's name. Like Saul's kind of like uh, get shit done guy from Breaking Bad. Can't remember why his name is slipping me. And then it like equaled Irving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like all of those kind of characters wrapped up in into each other. So. Um, so one thing that felt odd about this episode was that random dude that they brought in for uploading the F society video. Did you get anything out of that? Yeah. I, so here's like, other than like the, the person twitching when they said the name white Rose. Yeah. He like clearly knew who white Rose was. I, I don't really know what, where that's going to lead, but well, so it kind of feels like he's a patsy. So part of it is, is remember um, the flashback scene with White Rose and the Alex Jones dude where they were like, we want to pin F Society on, on Iran. This guy is Iranian. Yeah. So I so, think that's part of it. And then the other part is if you're watching the somebody on Reddit found this, so credit to them. But if you zoom in on the TV behind Angela when she's talking to Mr. Robot as he's waking up in her apartment. Um, there's a headline at the bottom that says F society has links to Iran. So it looks like that plan is going through. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all that that was really meant to do, but they were kind of vague about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it felt kind of like, uh, like a breadcrumb that'll lead us somewhere in a future episode. Uh, I mean, clear, clearly ties to white rose so like that's yeah. very obvious um so i want to talk about tyrell again a little bit because tyrell is like kind of also losing it and you know he doesn't want to work with mr robot anymore and he is he is pissed at elliot like that entire freak out was crazy oh yeah him losing his mind, you know, we're supposed to be gods. Like you, you got some issues there, dude. <laughs> I love that yeah. quote though. He throws at Elliot. This is, you make no sense as a person. Like, yeah. Haven't you been paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> of 
course he makes no sense as a person. He's two people. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, the, that was a, a crazy scene to me just because, you know, Mr. Robot is doesn't really say much in that scene until the very end and then like freaks out and tries yeah. to beat the crap out of Tyrell. And that's when it seemed like Elliot was starting to, was starting back to come back. Like, yeah. like, I don't know what your read on that was, but my read was the moment that Mr. Robot starts to get started to get violent is when Elliot started to take back control. Right. And so. Maybe that's just a way for him back in. Yeah. I like the so Tyrell though he's like we're just gonna go ahead with stage two and I'll do it and I found a way to do it and all this other stuff and Irving convincing him that he needs to move forward and I get the sense here that Irving knows that Tyrell's wife's dead because he's like uh, you know I need Joanna make sure she's a lot or make sure she's uh, ready and inform her of the plan aware make sure she's aware and inform her of the plan and it's like yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, about that <laughs> that's a looming oh yeah looming that's thing i also kind of feel bad for tyrell in this episode like i was i mean it, it's kind of weird because i was rooting for darlene the whole time which means that i'm kind of de facto voting voting against tyrell but i was also kind of like rooting for tyrell a little bit i'm kind of at the point where i don't care who wins yeah I i'm mean, just watching the watch i i do like it it's just like right now everything is kind of so confusing because and i think they did this on purpose they want you to be unsure of who to totally be rooting for here right yeah um, I, I think i think for sure it's like supposed to be ambiguous and next episode's going to be crazy i think next episode's going to be when all this stuff hits ahead, because like, well, yeah, the next working episode over the weekend, is, like the next episode has to be stage two, right? So I'm guessing next episode is absolutely stage two. Um, um, we'll we'll get into why I think about that later. We can make a spoiler warning for the 15 second trailer. Yeah. Um, so we talked about that. Uh, just crossing things off my list. Next here. thing is the next thing that. Uh, the the thing we haven't talked about is that Elliot kind of doesn't like he wants to stop Mr. Robot and he's actively trying to but he also doesn't. Yeah. Well, he's he like talking to... about my revolution. They both talk about it as my revolution, like Elliot yeah. and Mr. Robot, which is really interesting. Um I don't know. I I think we'll we'll get more about that now. One thing I also noticed was, do you remember in season one and two, they used like one or two fucks per per season? There were like fifteen fucks in this episode alone. Like they're <laughs> really they really up their f bomb uh, budget, so to speak. Yeah, I I like it. I mean, I don't shit swear words, but I also so Elliot's like desk neighbor. I really fucking hate that guy. I, oh like, my god, you gotta you got pound that ass, dude. Um, the only thing that guy looks like he's been pounding is a bag of Cheetos. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that guy, uh Oh, he's a dick. Oh. So yeah, so what what did we talk about? We talked about Angela, we talked about Darlene, we talked well, about Tyra. We didn't finish 
uh, for Angela, uh, she calls Price and has Elliot fired. Oh, right. Yeah, she calls Price and has Elliot fired. And she's like – so she tranks Elliot when he wakes up right. and then calls Price and has Elliot fired and then is talking to Mr. Robot right. about like- – it had to be done, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. It was necessary. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. Like, Mr. Robot, like... Angela doesn't seem like she is helping Elliot at all, really, at this point. Like, she, it seems like she's just using Elliot to get, you know, whatever it is that she thinks she's going to get out of it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. it's interesting. And they moved up stage two, so that was the other thing. They, stage two was originally supposed to happen at a certain time frame, and then it got moved up. Yeah. Uh, the entire Dark Army is now going to help with uh, stage two. Um, every, uh, all of the pieces, all the chess pieces, are in place now. Like, yeah, I guess it's a good enough time to talk about the trailer for next week and what's all going on in, in next week. So yeah. So potential spoiler warning here. If you don't want to know anything about the trailer for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Now, definitely. Now, now's your time to pause and back out. Maybe go watch it. If you want to come back. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah. And I think this will be the last thing that we talk about. So if you want to peace out, you can, uh, one thing that I will say is we don't normally watch these at this time. Um, so, just because it seems like it seemed like it was going to be a special one, so we watched it. Yeah. Uh, so what made me want to watch it was um, obviously follow Mr. Robot Twitter and Sam Esmail's Twitter, and they were all saying like next week's episode is the one that you absolutely want to watch live. And then they were saying like it's presented as a straight show, no commercials, and a lot of people think it's going to be filmed uh, in one take, kind of like the movie Birdman was. Um, yeah, which is <laughs> so. Be what is interesting about that, if if it's presented as a one shot, in in this teaser, we see basically New York City going apeshit, like riots, a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, we assume that stage two is going to happen. Yeah, the E Corp headquarters yeah. look like they're being tagged up with spray paint and rioters, and yeah. Angela's like making her way through the hall somehow not being attacked at all. Right. You know? So if if they filmed it as a single shot, that would be crazy because it would be like the fight scenes from something like The Raid or um or like that that Daredevil fight scene from season 1 where he's like fighting things and the camera just sort of follows him as he moves down the hallway. It would be really really interesting to see them just follow a character through all this. Or stuff. even if it's just a collection of like scenes that were filmed that way. Right. Yeah. Um, but it also looks like in one scene, they're insinuating that uh, Angela is wearing the F society mask. Yeah, she is. She's it definitely looks like her. It looks like her in a hoodie and an F society mask. So maybe she is like gonna actually execute stage two. Um, she was very in this episode. She was very, uh, concerned about making sure that everybody got out of the building before they blew it. Yeah, and um, you're meant to believe they're talking about the building with the UPSs. What if it's the E Corp headquarters? Like, that's the other thing. 
So like, uh, like if you break down the trailer a little bit, you see Elliot like fleeing his desk, leaving the building. There's shit tons of protesters outside. So something has to happen there for this protesters to suddenly be there. Angel is riding around on an elevator, walking around with the thing. Um, yeah. you see all the people in riot gear. Um, you know, someone you're led to believe might be Angela in the F society mask. Um, still walking around inside the building. All the emergency lights are on. Um, she's looking like she's doing like deep, heavy breathing exercises. Um, yeah. It's, it's looking like it's just going to be nuts, but if they film the whole thing inside of and around that building, um, you know, maybe the riot was part of the plan to be able to execute on, uh, stage two or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're, they have to move all those trucks and fly everything basically overnight over the weekend. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same problem as um, season one when they're doing the environmental controls hack where, like, they're trying to take it down in, in one place rather than a bunch of places, right? So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I, I think this. I, I'm super excited. I'm going to – I don't have cable, so and I buy them on Amazon, so I'm going to have to figure out maybe I can use my apartment building's clubhouse or something to watch it. Uh, yeah, I'm actually. Gonna, live. I'm gonna watch this one live. I normally record it um, on DVR, and then I yeah. usually, I usually watch it on um, USA's website with or through the app, um, like in bed that yeah. night. <laughs> um. So, yeah, super, super excited and super pumped for this upcoming episode. Uh, I guess last thing, let's let's do a character rundown. I kind of like that from the last episode. How okay. do you feel about Darlene? Uh, I think she's on her way out, sadly. Yeah, I'm. I was rooting for her this entire episode. I think she's probably done. How do you feel about Angela? Still as confused as ever, but I think some of that's going to start to become clear after next week. Yeah i I want some answer. Like it doesn't have to be the total answer, but I want some answer about her character soon, like next episode. <laughs> um, still love Irv- Irving. He's the man just yeah. you know a lot of people think he's stealing the show yeah <laughs> like honestly he's a good that would be great I like him if it just spun, spun around out and, and turned out yeah. that he's elliot's dad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah she's fucking twilight zone over here um right. uh so elliot i don't know i didn't see like a lot of there wasn't like a I still, I, I still, there. Yeah. I start. I feel bad for him, um, just because he's losing allies and people that he trusts to a bunch of different forces, like Darlene and Angela. Yeah. Um. Uh, so him slash Mister Robot, Mister Robot, I am sort of softening on. Like I like him as a like I like his character, but I also kind of like. I don't know that I'm rooting for him necessarily. Uh, I'm rooting for something to finally happen. Yeah. <laughs> Whether <laughs> stage two gets shut down or not, I don't care. It, and realistically, it's going to happen um, just because they need the plot movement. Um, yeah. For the overall narrative, you have to find out what White Rose is doing. Uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Tyrell, um, I'm still kind of rooting for Tyrell. Uh, I, I kind of felt for him. He's losing his like 
his god buddy and then has to kind of go it alone. Uh, yeah. So I'm still I'm still rooting for him. I'm still pretty pretty strong and bullish on his character. Yeah. Uh, and then Dom. I still like Dom. I don't have like I don't feel like anything changed about her character this episode. Really, like I liked her before. I like her now. She's she's good. Yeah. I uh, same thing here. I'm. I don't feel any different about her. I like her a little more though. I mean, um, just based on that conversation in the bar, kind of made her more personable, I guess. Yeah. Uh, did I forget anybody? Is there anybody we haven't talked about? I think uh, it's everybody. That's, from this episode. that's all the all the major players. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, see you guys next week after uh, this. Uh, I guess, explosive episode that's coming on Wednesday. Stay tuned. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter at Bon Soircast. Um, if you can rate us on iTunes, that would be excellent and help us out. Until then, until next week, have a good one. Later, everyone.